0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the
1: Big Ten Show brought to you by Bookmaker, bookmaker.eu for all your gaming needs this football season. And if you mention that you heard them on the Big Ten Show, they'll give you a $100 no-strings-attached bet for free. That's 100 bucks in your account just for signing up. So sign up today at bookmaker.eu. Make sure to tweet them at bookmaker underscore EU and let them know you heard them on the Big Ten Show. NFL, college football, first half, first quarters, the whole nine yards, and all kinds of live bets. Check them out today at bookmaker.eu. Sign up for amazing bonuses and easy payouts. Our good friends at Bookmaker have you covered for every season, including football season. Check them out today, bookmaker.eu. All right, everybody, welcome into to another edition of the Big Ten Show presented to you by Jacobson Seed Company, your healthy hybrid advantage. Make sure your fields get more for you so you can spend Saturdays watching God sport. That's college football. Check out jacobsonseed.com. Our good friends will get you, all, get you all you can handle in the fields so you can watch more of your favorite team on the football field. Again, jacobsonseed.com. He's the almost famous Adam character. I'm the much less famous Jeff Turn. This is the Big Ten Show. Adam, listen, we have a quarterback in CBUS. The Ohio State is going with Kyle McCourt as the quarterback to replace C.J. Stroud. First of all, did you ever have to have any battles, or did you just walk off the campus at Lincoln with a black shirt and your spot You didn't have to beat anybody out, or was this a nervous time for you? Uh, Early August, late August, as you were getting ready for a season to make sure you had a spot on that defensive line.
0: Dude, I was not a highly recruited guy. Um, I mean, I had Oregon pull their offer. I grew up in the Northwest. Washington never even called. Nebraska at one point looked at me and said, their D-line coach said, and I quote, you're not good enough to play here. So Washington State, Oregon State, heck, of I had way more offers as a quarterback than a, than a D lineman. So anyways, long story short, I get to campus there. There's, what, three seniors, two juniors on scholarship that are, I'm so buried on the depth chart, I can't even count that high, Chris. I can't count that high to begin with. But that's besides the point. And then there's another highly recruited defensive end. There's four defensive ends in my class. I'm ranked fourth out of those four defensive ends. There's one who's like the number seven defensive end in the entire country. You know, and then the video game comes out back when we had college football video games, which shall be returned shortly. Of course, we argued whether it was me or him. I knew it was him, but I wasn't going to give him that satisfaction. Okay, so no, I had a long road to toe. And when I first got there, one of the first articles I read, and this is, you know, when I learned to, to gauge what I read and don't read as a player, it said Adam is too slow, unathletic. He's going to have to go play on the offensive line. No disrespect, to offensive lineman. I didn't like that. <laughs> You're fat and lazy. Deal with it. But no, I had a long road to go, my friend. So, at what point did you did you
1: like get the starting spot and not let it go? At what point in your career?
0: Callahan came in going into my sophomore year, so my third year there because I redshirted. And that off season, he tried to destroy the walk on program. I mean, he didn't use those words, but he he looked at us in a meeting one day, and there was 180 of us. He goes, "I don't. I'm used." He goes, "I'm used to 61 guys, 53 on a." on an NFL active roster and eight practice squad guys. He goes, I'm going to try to get a third of you to quit. And he did. He put us through what we was known as the two weeks of hell, the offseason from hell. And by the time the season rolled around, there was about only 120 players left. And going into that first game, I had earned the starting spot. Now, I got hurt right away, and I didn't play as much that season as I would have liked. I would have say I really locked it down going into my junior year, okay, because the other – freshman there was four of us but the other you know more talked about freshman and I were both starting opposite of each other and there was separation between us and the guys below us behind us I should say uh but up until then it was a war and even then you know I never knew or, you know maybe somebody would pop up somebody would take it I played every day like uh you know I wasn't getting paid you know you know obviously a scholarship but not NIL money but I I, I played every day I practiced every day like like my job was on the line because that's how I felt
1: Who's was the other defensive lineman that was opposite of you at that time? Jay Moore. Okay, all right. Pretty, pretty good. He could play some ball. <laughs> not like Adam character, though.
0: Uh, Do you so, even know who so... he is? Do you realistically know who he is? <laughs> yes. Good. Listen, listen, okay. dude. Right.
1: So I grew up in in Husker Country, all right, and and I had okay. to fight every right. day to make sure they knew that the U was the greatest university in this area, even though they were we were in South Dakota, not South Beach, Awful. right? So I just had to make Awful. sure. Everyone was there. Okay, so so I just want to make sure everybody knew this week, big news out of Ohio State. They got the quarterback, Kyle McCord, will be the guy, uh, but it seemed like it was a tight battle, so if he falters at all, they may go back uh, in a different direction. Now, this week on the Big Ten Show, we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to talk about NIL money in a second because crazy amounts of NIL money going throughout college athletics, specifically to football players, and we're going to unveil our preseason power rankings. Now, every week, we'll update these in some form. Uh, we went extensive. Like Adam and I did our homework. We got the Big Ten East. We got the Big Ten West. And we got our 1 through 14 rankings. Adam says there's only three teams, though, that can make the college football playoff. I think there's four, which we will unveil after we get through well, our power well, rankings. But, Adam, I think well, we
0: should oh, – go ahead. Feel free. Well, technic- technically there's 14. I'm just saying with a realistic shot, I see three. Okay, technically there's 14. Yeah, I, I, Not to nitpick you there
1: true (laughs) that's fine technically there is technically i can buy a lottery ticket and have a chance to win but rutgers ain't got no shot in hell (laughs) of winning the big 10 all right so rutgers is the lottery ticket nobody needs northwestern rutgers held indiana okay like you guys you guys play football like everybody else but you have no shot in hell sorry of winning yeah maybe basketball all right for for indiana that's about it all right so let's do it this way man let's go Fourteen through one, and then we'll 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 break it down into into divisions if that works for you. Okay, uh, how okay. about you go? How about you go fourteen through eight? I'll do the same. Then we'll do seven through one, and then we'll do divisions. So fire away. What do you got? Fourteen through
0: eight. All right, I have Northwestern, and my only note next to them is: Will they be the worst Power Five program two years from now? Okay, at thirteen, I have Rutgers, and I have not a Power Five roster overall. They got a couple of nice pieces, but that's really it at uh let me see i have 12 comes after next. 13 i actually have i have 13 wrote and written down here twice and no 11 that's what i ran into i was like crap which <laughs> one did i mean uh i have indiana next at 12 thank you for the math, okay. math lesson no problem uh, and i no i problem. literally no wrote problem. uh looking forward to basketball season uh next up is purdue now here's where it gets a little bit more positive okay they have a great new head coach, Ryan Walters, one of the fastest-rising coaches in the country. They were obviously just in the Big Ten title game last year, but they lost a lot of pieces. New coach, changing some things, and they have probably the most brutal schedule in the entire country. Okay, so that, that's a major reason I have them a little bit lower. All right, next is good old Michigan State. Uh, and I, I did. I, I put a question mark here. Like, is this the year Mel Tucker finally helps this program take off, or is this the year he gets fired despite the crazy buyout? All right, next up, and this might not make some people happy. It might surprise some people, but I have Minnesota. Okay, there was a time this offseason when I felt pretty good about Minnesota. Okay, but they got a new quarterback who threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. They have a running back by committee approach, which means nobody has stood out. They have a revamped offensive line with three new starters. Their wide receivers and tight end, very, very good. Okay, their defensive line was great at stopping the run a year ago, bad at rushing the passer. And in their back seven, in their linebacking core, they have nearly 1,200 snaps worth of experience that have left out the door. And in their back four, 1,800 snaps. So about 3,000 snaps worth of experience in their back seven are no longer there. Now, they do have all Big Ten returning safety. Okay, who's going to be their best defensive player, one of the best in the Big Ten, but who's going to play around him? Okay, they had people retire, transfer, go to the NFL, and they did bring in some guys in their own right, to be fair. I just... I'm not as high on them as I once was. Okay. I have, and then I'm supposed to stop at eight, per my boss, yeah, so, a.k.a. Jeff so who's 30. your eight? Yes. I, I have Illinois, and you could argue maybe Illinois should be a little bit higher. Okay. Great defense last year. Number one in the nation statistically at one point finished very strong. Nonetheless, ran the ball well, very well coached. Did they catch lightning in a bottle, though? Can they do it again? At the end of the year, they had a shot to go the Big Ten title game, and they crapped the bed. Okay, so I just have my doubts whether they can do it again, just a little bit. And if they did it again, I wouldn't be shocked. All right, But I just have some skepticism there.
1: I, I will tell you this. After hearing you break down Minnesota, I can tell somebody's been studying for that Nebraska-Minnesota game this week. Oh, yeah. You're spitting on oh, yeah. stats left and right you on me, man. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, that's right, man. This guy's been ready for this Nebraska-Minnesota game this week. So, um, first of all, I think at Northwestern, um, I have them at 14, I have Rutgers at 13, I have Indiana at 12. All three of those yeah. coaches, and one because they're on an inter- interim basis, the other two because they've struggled some as of late, all are on the hot seat, I think. So there comes with that added pressure. You start to lose a few games. Maybe you start to lose the locker room. just going from a philosophical standpoint, not even X's and O's on this, but you're right about the Rutgers roster. You're right about the Northwestern roster. Indiana, um, man, what, what a season it was. Mike Woodson getting paid now as the basketball head coach. Uh, but I think that the the sunnier days have been in the past for the current regime at Indiana, and I think that you start to look at that schedule and you go through who they have to play. You do the win-loss game, even if it's just paper champions, it, it doesn't feel like they're going to win a lot of football games there. and There may be ultimately a change there at head coach. Uh, at number 11, you had him at number 10, but I have Michigan State. I'm not a, I'm not a believer in Mel Tucker. Um, you speak about lightning in the bottle. I think year one, that's what it was. Everything sort of fell into place for them. Uh, your quarterback transfers out in Peyton Thorne. Now you got a guy in here that a lot of people believe who was who in understudy there to Thorne can do some, some things with the passing game came in as a guy that had a lot of dual threat ability at quarterback. So they're going to have to go as far as the quarterback takes them, typically an offense that relies on the rushing game. But I think this year they're going to have to air it out a lot to stay in games. Um, maybe Michigan state defense isn't what it was a handful of years ago. Uh, I have them at number 11 uh, the team that you had 11, I have at 10. I think you can flip-flop Purdue there with Michigan State. I think you're going to see Ryan Walters really get that defense better and playing better football because if they could have played better football in that Big Ten championship game, it would have been a little bit closer. Um, they had a really good offense a year ago, but I would put Purdue at number 10. At number nine, I have Illinois. Um, more so – you okay. know, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not so fast, my friend. Uh, I have Illinois. I have I have Illinois at number nine. I think the schedule gets the best of them, and I think some of the teams that a year ago they would have beat are better this year, and that's why I just kind of went off of wins and losses more so than. I mean, they lost a stud at at, at uh, cornerback, um, went to tops there in the NFL draft. Um, really was locked down, so I, I think they're going to have a little bit of trouble. Uh, defending the pass, but we'll see. I mean, they got to do it on the outside. They can get to the quarterback um, as well as anybody. And then at number eight, I have Nebraska. Um, I think Nebraska is a six and six team this year that could get to seven and five or fall to five and seven. Um, and and if they got to eight, damn, I think Matt Rule would be ecstatic that that's where they were at year one, all things considered. But I, I think they can they can get to a bowl game this year, and really, that's a step in the right direction. Um, missing a bowl game in year one of that rule, I don't think would be catastrophic, but it would be certainly disappointing. So Mm. that's who I have at number eight. All right, man. Uh, who do you got seventh or one?
0: Well, just to revisit Purdue real quick, just real quick. I think they're actually going to be a pretty good football team, but that schedule is just murderers row. You take the schedule uh, out of it. I have them up a little bit higher, but that, that helped. Unfortunately I had to drop them because of it. Now, next up I have, and this may surprise some people. Okay. I have Iowa. Now, I'm fully well aware, Caden McNamara, 16 returning starters, as soft as, the, uh, as a pillow schedule. I think that contract with baby Ferentz, okay, desperate. What, what, what are you doing? Just chill, okay? Go, go take a chill pill all right, and a shower pill while you're at it. So here's the deal. I, I think that contract, if I have to get so many points and I have to do this and I have to do that, desperate men do, do stupid things. I think he's going to stray from what has worked for them for so long, okay? I think he's going to get desperate. I think he's going to do things that he shouldn't, and I think there's going to be a little – I'm not going to say he's going to go off the deep end, but I think there's going to be a little bit of an identity crisis. I think there's going to be a short leash. I think daddy ball is going to be an issue, okay? Because I think they're a much better team than this. I'm saying 25 points a game is going to be a much bigger problem when a man's trying to save his job than people realize. Who do you got at number six? Oh, nothing? Yeah, Okay, okay I'll, I'll just wait for you. All right, number six. I have I'm saving it for my list. You go, just
1: give it. Go ahead. Okay. No, nah, it's right. all
0: good. Okay, number six, I have Nebraska. Now, initially, I'll be honest with you, I had Iowa ahead of Nebraska. Okay? But, again, I just think there's going to be things off the field that affect that Iowa team. With Nebraska, every year they're the most talented team in the Big Ten West. Every year, the most talented team in the Big Ten West and the fourth most talented team in the Big Ten, the the Big Ten overall every year. And every year, they're horrifically horribly coached. They just, they just have been. Now, Matt Rule's not going to come in and in a few months just be the savior and save everything. I predicted them a couple of weeks ago on my other show, The Character Chronicles, to go 7-5, and five, okay, which is along the lines of what you said, something similar. And If they go to a bowl game, fans will be thrilled. They will be thrilled as long as we don't vote to not go this time because that was brilliant. Okay, but for me, I think it all starts with the first two games. I think they pull off a close, sloppy, ugly, First game of the season, type win on the road at Minnesota. Then you go to Colorado, who looks like a youth football team, and the pictures that they're putting out on their social media, and you start the year 2-0, and and I think you just get momentum and confidence, and you maybe get another win or two that you otherwise wouldn't. Maybe that talent actually plays to a little bit of their capability and fruition for a frickin' change, because that'd be nice. Okay, so I have Nebraska at number six. Now, if they go 1-1 and or 0-2, then I got I, I don't have this. But this is my prediction based on the first two games, getting confidence, momentum. Then I have Maryland, which surprised myself that I have Maryland this high. They're a pretty good team. They're a team that can score. They're a team that's gotten better each and every year. The biggest issue I had with putting Maryland this high, and I don't want to say they have automatic losses, but when you play Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State every single year, it's almost like three automatic losses before you look at the rest of the schedule. Now, I looked at the rest of the schedule. It's not that daunting. It's really not that daunting. I'm not saying they're going to go nine and three, but they could easily go eight and four, nine and three, potentially, especially if they upset one of those three teams. Okay. And that leaves the top four. So I'm going to stop there, my friend. So go ahead, spear your nonsense, educate me the best you can.
1: All right, man. So at number seven, I have Maryland. And I think, you know, um, Purdue, Illinois, Nebraska, Maryland, I think probably is more of a seven or eight win team, but there's a big group there. I think you could kind of go, you know, Michigan State. There, that's where the cutoff is Michigan State, uh, you know, Indiana, Rutgers, Northwestern. Then I think there's the next group of teams, which include those ones that I just mentioned. So I have Maryland at number seven, you had them at five. At number six, I have Wisconsin. I think it's a transition year, I think the offense stuff. Everybody keeps saying, well, you know, they're going to figure out a way to be balanced. And no, man, I think it's going to take some time. And I think it's more so about getting the right personnel in for that offense than it is about schematics. I think Luke Fickle can coach as well as anybody not worried long term about Wisconsin. I think that gets back to a 10 win team sooner rather than later. But it's not this year. I think the ceiling for them is probably somewhere around eight or nine wins. And that could be a seven win team if the ball doesn't bounce their way. And so I'm going to go Maryland at seven, Wisconsin at six. Minnesota, how the hell you got them at eight? Hell, I wanted to put them. I, I tell you what, I might roll that boat
0: I to number four. it earlier how I have them at eight. I laid it out very clearly why they're at eight. Go ahead though.
1: Yes, yeah, stats <laughs> are for nerds. All right, uh, give me the team on the field. All <laughs> okay. right, the analytics. Go take that and put it in. Put it in your pocket square. Okay, uh, I'm gonna okay. take Minnesota at, at number five. Listen, I, I love their schedule. Um, in PJ Fleck, I trust uh i think that this is a team that has a ceiling of 10 wins and when we talked to mike grim voice of the gophers earlier this offseason i loved what he was selling to me on the ball bouncing the right way for them um you know when you lose mo you got to figure out something with that running game because he was so dynamic but i got them at number five all right let's go every other here at four who do you got at four?
0: so your argument is i don't want to pay attention to facts we're just going to get lucky with the ball bouncing our way okay and i'm just going to Say whatever I want. You sound like an uneducated, ignorant person who's just going off emotions. Typical Miami fan. All right, here we go. At number four, I have Wisconsin, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not uber confident in in anybody from the West at all. Iowa could easily be the big team from the West. They're clearly your fourth team in. By the way, you got duped at Hood Week by our guest last week, but I'll let you I'll let you get into that. Okay, Wisconsin has an easy schedule. Iowa has an easy schedule, but Wisconsin has an easy schedule. And, yeah, there's maybe they transition year with the offense. But here's what I know. They do have a good football coach. He's not walking into a cupboard-as-bear situation. Okay, Wisconsin's a pretty good football team to begin with. And when you have a guy named Braylon Allen that you can just turn around and hand the ball to half the time, you're going to be okay as long as you're disciplined. They, they're typically disciplined. Play good defense. Play good defense. You know, Luke Fickle's a defensive guy as well. So, for me, I'm not uber confident, but I've got them at four for those very reasons.
1: All right. I got Ohio state at number four. Um, I think, you know, the the quarterback situation is going to be something interesting to follow, as we talked about earlier today. Uh, But listen, I I think that their secondary is suspect. Um, I think that they will lose ultimately two games in the big 10 this year, one to Michigan and one to somebody else. I think it's, I think they lose to Michigan and I think they lose to Penn state. So I have two losses in the big 10 for uh, Ohio state and That means at three, I'm going first, baby. I got the Iowa Hawkeyes at number three, all right? (laughs) I only found one loss on that schedule for them, and last time I checked my South Dakota math means one is less than two. Ohio State, two losses, Iowa, one. Now, from a a roster standpoint, um, I can't find a lot of weaknesses on that roster. I I think K. McNamara is going to be a stud. I think he's going to be the second or third best quarterback in the Big Ten. Um, I think that you're going to have a huge year for him, and you're going to see things from Iowa's offense you've never seen before. And I do think they have no problem getting over that 25 points per game. Baby Ferentz can get a new contract. Daddy's going to continue to coach that squad. And I love the defense, man. Um, they have some studs in that defensive backfield that are going to create turnovers and put them in, in opportune situations all season long. I have them at number number three. Who do you got at three?
0: Uh <sighs> You you severely got duped and hoodwinked by our guest last week, ladies and gentlemen. Dave Ickold
1: scooped me up, man, and he held me like a little baby and just rocked me to a lullaby. Uh, that was the Iowa Hawkeyes.
0: Patted your bottom and you threw up all over his backside, didn't you? All right, okay, go go back and check out our show from a week ago if you want to suckle at the teat of Iowa football fandom and Kool Aid like Jeff is doing here. Yes, I, yes. I I thought they'd be a four. I can't. So I, I'm not gonna argue with you about Ohio State because I have them third. But I have them third below Michigan and Penn State for a reason. Okay, their quarterback, I'm glad they've got one. I'm glad they finally decided on one. The fact that there's not separation shows me that he didn't do anything to separate this offseason. And I don't think they have two quarterbacks that look that great this offseason. So they still have question marks at quarterback, question marks on the O-line. They played defense since 2019. Okay, they have two of the best receivers in the entire country, if not the best. And that's – I mean, obviously they're talented. But as far as proven commodities – and that's what football players are, even in college football now. I'm sorry, with the NIL monies that you're bankrolling and bringing in, I just have so many question marks about them. I think they're going to be better than Iowa than these other teams just because they have more, way more talent, way more talent than maybe anybody in the Big Ten, okay, barring Michigan and Penn State, obviously. But I'm with you. I think they're going to finish in the bottom three of those, uh, Michigan, Penn State. Give me two and one because we are
1: are churning up the time today, buddy. You're just filibustering all over the place, gas bagging like the best of them. Give me two and one.
0: It's called educating and doing your recon, my friend. Mr. I go by emotions. All right. Penn State, young, highly talented. Highly recruited quarterback, Drew Aller. What's he going to do? Penn State fans have been waiting for him. They got a couple of stud returning guys at running backs. The biggest question mark for them is wide receiver. Who's going to step up? And they really only got two tough games. If they just go 500 on those two tough games in Michigan, Ohio State, they're all of a sudden in that CFP conversation. Go ahead.
1: All right. Uh, at two, I Penn State as well. All the things you just said. I think Aller's going to be the second best quarterback, probably Matt 3, and J.J. McCarthy's my guy at number one i think quarterback wise and i got michigan at number one um i i think they're fully loaded um fully motivated i still think michigan loses one game this season before they get to the college football playoff but i do believe they ultimately get there um so i still think they lose it was one game i have them at one
0: it wouldn't surprise me if they lose one game. I just don't think it's going to be to the two other teams that matter the most. I'm with you. J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corm, Donovan Envers, two of the running back, best running backs in the entire country, one of the best offensive lines. They've won the best offensive line award two years in a row, solid defense. They play bully ball. They're going to be hard to beat in the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, they absolutely are. I'm going to throw an audible. We're going to do a special Big Ten show all about NIL money that will post up later this week. But instead, we're going to quickly go through our West and East power rankings. I got Michigan 1, Penn State 2, Ohio State 3, Maryland 4, Michigan State 5, Indiana 6, Rutgers 7 on the east and on the west side. I have Northwestern at 7, Purdue at 6, Illinois at 5, Nebraska at 4, Wisconsin at 3, Minnesota at 2, and Iowa at 1. Run yours down as well, Adam.
0: Uh, you copied me on the East, so good job there. Your West is awful. All right, I have Northwestern seven. Okay, Purdue six. I have Minnesota five, Illinois four, Iowa three, Nebraska two, Wisconsin Canton one.
1: There's no way in hell Nebraska be number two. And by the way, my major audible Big Ten title game, that's where Michigan loses it. Iowa oh, is your Big Ten champion this oh, year. My. Chew on that as we get ready. Can season. I fire
0: you from the show? <laughs> I mean, we, we're going to have some sort of credibility here at some point, man. What are you doing? No, there's no Iowa, We lost in Iowa, crowd, baby. Michigan winning. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, man.
1: As another page has turned here on the Big Ten Show, thank you to Jacobson Seed Company for making this all possible. Check them out. Your healthy hybrid advantage, corn, uh, soybeans, jacobsonseed.com. All right, everybody, until next week, be well, y'all. The latest Big Ten show was brought to you by Bookmaker. Check them out at bookmaker.eu for all your gaming needs. Listen, they have you covered for live bets, in-game bets, and so much more teasers, parlays, and, of course, first half, second half, first quarter, and full games. Check them out today at bookmaker.eu. Tweet at them. Tell them you signed up via the Big Ten show. They'll give you a $100 free bet, no strings attached. Bookmaker underscore EU on Twitter. More importantly, sign up today at bookmaker.eu. Great payouts and great bonuses from our friends at Bookmaker.